Pat Perry back again for another week of the Tour Junkies podcast for the Bauer and Nelson Classic. And uh, now you're hearing my voice first again, first again, just like last week I was first. I'm first again this week. But guess what? Guess what? Do not fret. Do not fret. DB is here. DB is here. Now, how much he is here, I do not know. I do not know. Um, he is he's still uh, feeling the effects of the Rona and uh, it's it's been it's been tough. Um, but he is uh, this is uh, this could possibly be DB's Michael Jordan episode because he's fighting through it. Yeah. Despite the Rona. So, DB, how are you? How are you, man? Yeah, you doing man. good? The people want to know. I'm hoping this is the Jordan flu game, and I'm just going to be over here on the sidelines getting, getting, uh, you know, uh, getting IVs pumped in me, uh, you know, and just um, fighting through this this bad this bad thing. You know, the Rona has – this is day nine for your boy. Um, it has really kicked my ass, and uh, it's tough, man. It is tough. I've been in my house – since Friday night, last last Friday night, and or no, last Saturday night, and uh, couldn't do the show last week. It was it was not going well. And uh, thank you, thank you, Joe Caps for the super chat, buddy. Oh, it's uh, a it's super very chat. nice of you. Um, couldn't couldn't bring myself to do it, man. And uh, but but this week I'm trying. We're gonna push through. It's probably not gonna be the most energetic you've ever seen, DB. But you know who knows? This could be this could be my best, my finest week of picks yet. You know, uh, so I'm excited about that. I'm sorry if I haven't, well, I haven't been in the Nut Hut, I haven't been mixing it up with anybody in the Nut Hut. It's been brutal, man. The thing has made me exhausted. It has, uh, it's got me down. It's got me down. You know, I've, I felt like I was in great shape. I was doing my thing. I was working out a lot. I was eating right. And then Rona just doesn't give a shit. She just punched me right in the dick hole and said f you're working out you're gonna you're gonna die almost so that's where we're well at. luckily you're still here i mean we and, yeah. and you know um it also has given me a great opportunity to though to step outside the box a little bit you know i did i got to do the show by myself last week which was scary as shit you did a fine job and then uh you did a fine job yeah and well i appreciate that reads were a little long about that but- <laughs> Okay. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of ums and uhs. I, I got to work through that. That's that's a situation for me. Um, as you see, I just said it again. But that's that's a, that's that's okay. That's okay. Um, now listen, DB. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, any any insight that you can provide over the last week that you've learned? In anything that you've learned? Uh, um about yourself because you've been secluded a little bit Um, now i know you've been watching shows that have been out for like three and ten years and you like you've discovered things like i mean this is uh i mean this is a time when you can you can really enlighten the people with some things that that you've learned about just whatever the the last week or so yeah i don't know if you guys know if y'all have heard of the show uh, game of thrones is a pretty sick show um really cool show people you may want to check it out it's on hbo max or whatever and there's uh there's dragons and battles and other fun things that most guys like. Um, it's pretty cool. So yeah, I've been I've been binging some Game of Thrones. Um, although I, although I haven't watched any of that uh, today because I've just tried to not watch a screen 
and um, I've been sitting out on my porch by myself a lot, um, watching nature, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. You know, I live out here kind of in nature, so it's been nice to be able to do that. Um, yeah, man, it's been, it's been a test. It's been a test. I'm a people person. I'm a, I'm a people person, and when I can't be around my people, the wife's vaccinated, so I've been around her, but the kids, you know, we're keeping, keeping them at a distance. It's been tough, man. It's been pretty tough. My wife's been incredible. She's, uh, she's been fantastic. In fact, I'll tell you this. I wasn't going to tell you this, but I'll, I'll tell you this. My wife, <clears throat> such, a, such a servant, she gave me a facial today, like a, a mm. lovely, like multiple creams and, and stuff facial um, this, this morning. It felt very good. It, 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 it opened me up a little bit, and it was just a very sweet thing for her to do. It felt amazing. And if you've never had a facial, it's actually very nice. It feels good on your beard. You know, like I just, I, I had shaved a couple of days ago. I was starting to get kind of itchy. It felt great. It was good stuff. I've never had a facial. So I, 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 did, learn, I did learn that I like that. I, I did like that. Okay. So that's something you learned. Did anything like DFS related that just came to you over the last week? Oh, or anything not? DFS related? Yeah. Um, F the Wells Fargo next year. That's what I'll say. Just okay. don't right. don't even do research with Wells Fargo. Just literally, uh, just throw names, put put names on your wall, and throw darts at those names, and or ask your wife to actually do that. Ask your wife to to pick a team. Let let that be something you guys do together next year for the Wells Fargo, and you will be way better off because that whole thing was a disaster. That was probably my worst DFS week in a long time. Well, it wasn't that great for me either, but Rory got it done. Rory, Rory got the done. job done. Now, we did talk about him. Excuse me. I talked about him, not, not we. Uh, sorry, DB. But uh, I did say that, uh, look, now, he, I, I, we don't want to talk about my betting card. Now, when I put out my betting card, the odds were different than when I talked about him on the show. The odds have got, had gotten a lot shorter. But when I talked about him on the show, he was close to 20 to 1. I said, you know, you got to look at when Rory is 20 to 1 or any of these players that are top caliber like Rory or like JT at the, at the Players' Championship, you start to get longer odds on them where you, that are very unusual. I think you start to hammer those odds, and that's what I said on the show. And Rory paid off for you if you bet him or pay, played them in your DFS lineup. So um, it was a good week as far as that was, is concerned, but not on a lot of other things. Um, but, I, yeah, it was good, good to see Rory win. I will say it is also uh, continues to astound me how, because I wasn't really, uh, I wasn't on social media or Twitter as much as I normally am. Uh, I was just constantly sleeping or whatever. But a few times I was on there. It is still pretty amazing to me how quickly people overreact on a Thursday or a Friday to a golf tournament, uh, to, to whoever, somebody that you said would play well, not playing well, somebody that you yeah. said wouldn't play well, playing well. It is incredible to me that even some of the talking heads in the DFS golf betting community, um, <laughs> the, even, even they don't, even, even they want to talk shit on a Thursday. Like, it's a four-day golf tournament, crazy stuff happens. Let's not overreact to, to something that you see on the leaderboard uh, after a day or two. It, it kind of, I, I kind of gave my head a shake um, on Thursday with a couple of things, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm out. I'm going to sign off of this so that I don't get frustrated. But um, I, I will say this, too. Our boy Ben Little continues to nail the chalk bomb. Um, props to Ben. Oh, Let's, yeah. Why don't we throw props. him under the bus? 
Um, but you know, this is the thing. It's it's all about the process for Ben, right? He's a, he's a numbers guy. Sometimes the numbers guys can't get out of their own way. He he picked Matt Wallace and he gave you some reasons. And then Matt Wallace finished what T six or whatever. Yeah. Now Matt Wallace was on my betting card. I wrote I wrote DB's Big Balls betting card. I liked him on the week. show. He was on. I the, put yeah. him on my betting card. You liked him on the show. Uh, someone asked me. I was in the Nut Hut for a minute on Wednesday, and someone was like, "Hey." Uh, do you agree with Ben on the Matt Wallace pick? And I said, no, I don't, but it is what it is. Okay. So I'm going to, and, and in the chat on Wednesday night, same thing. A lot of, there was some disagreement between me or not between me and AC, but between, uh, uh, we did not agree with it. I'll just put it that way. And so that happens. It happens, it happens. you know, but the, but you know, people still, you know, they, they, they get all up in arms about it. <coughs> they, they, they don't pay attention. That's what kills me. People don't pay attention again this is how the chalk bomb works ben writes it and picks it all on his own and when it does when the chalk bomb sucks we all take credit when the chalk bomb does really really well we blame ben that's just how this works but he writes it all himself and so so don't 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 tag us you know on twitter and and get all panties in a wad about it blame ben just blame him and especially don't tag us when you haven't even noticed that on the betting card that I wrote up, I had the player. I liked him. So don't tag me. Tag Ben at TrueMav. Tag him. We love you, Ben. Yeah. Good job, though, buddy. Yeah. Keep with the process. Thanks, process, is imp- process is important, Ben. It's, it's speaking awful. of process, speaking of process, DB, you know what process I like? I like using Fantasy National for my process, okay? So I forgot to mention that at the top of the show here. We are brought to you by <laughs> FantasyNational.com. So go to FantasyNational.com slash TJ. You're going to get 20% off whether or not you're going to subscribe monthly, quarterly, annually, whatever. Yeah, weekly. Just go to Fantasy yeah. Weekly, whatever. FantasyNational.com slash TJ. It's harder when I feel like I got a host and but you're here like it's a little different like when i did it by myself last week like i was so focused on all these different things that i got to do and then like you come into the picture and it's like uh, things slip through the cracks because i'm thinking yeah oh wait db's daddy's in, daddy's in the room that. daddy's in the room watching no i didn't i didn't say that but i'm just saying so yes fantasynational.com slash tj we love them they do they do such great stuff make our lives a lot easier um so check it out um db yeah we had a nut hut winner last week again good who was it a a uh a staple in the nut hut brian halverson oh, brian halve very D- nice so brian halve uh he was the winner he's a two-time winner by the way Ooh. um he's a two-time winner of the nut hut league he had a score of four hundred and forty nine point five zero points he had xander who barely made the cut but got in there bubba i touted bubba nobody liked the bubba play guess what finishes top 10 rory wins Charles, cam davis and phil mickelson don't know about the phil mickelson that was looking really good on the first day and uh not so that was that was a gamble that was a big time gamble with the mickelson yeah. in there but congrats to our boy uh what did he how many points did you say he scored 449.50. This is how bad my 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 best lineup scored 284 points. That's not a showdown lineup. That's all four days. Mm. Yeah, it was not it was not good for me either. Um so anyway, 
Nut Hut. Got to get into the Nut Hut. This is a big week for the Nut Hut, I think. I think, uh, you know, when you get a new course like we're going to have this week uh, for the Byron Nelson, uh, we get a lot of good information from caddies and things like that once they get on the grounds. So it's a good week for the Nut Hut. <coughs> and if uh, you enter into the Nut Hut Listener League every single week, you can uh, and you win just like B. Halve, you get uh, entered into uh, or you get a chance to to win the season finale. And you win a trip, okay? All expenses paid to come play DB's course at Champions Retreat, or you can come to Savannah uh, at the Landings Club. It's a fantastic club here. So uh, either way, you get your choice. It's gonna be a good time, and we will. It'll be a good time. So, um, what else, DB? Am I am I missing anything? Or Sam? Sam? Hey, welcome, Sam. By the way, Sam was. Uh, Really good. Producer Sam was so helpful for me last week when I had to do this by myself. Sam, I just wanted to say hello to you. Are you doing okay? I think. Are you not going to talk? You don't want to talk. Okay, Sam doesn't want to talk. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) All right, fine. Sam doesn't want to talk. Anyway, podcast use. I do want to talk about that because I want to know what the podcast juice is for Rona Boy. My co-host, DB. It's vitamin water. That's it. I'm about to go get another one. At this point, we're at the, uh, it's the vitamin water, zero sugar, because the other one, the other regular stuff has caffeine in it, and I want to be able to pass out after this. So now, I will say, uh, I have mixed, um, I have, I, I am on a, I am on an opioid at the moment, so maybe you could say that would be my podcast, uh, not juice, but, you know, a podcast powder. Maybe that's what it is. We have podcast powder for tonight. Um, it's the only way the headache stops. It's the only way I can sleep. So I took one of those right before this. So we got the clock's ticking, and your boy's going to probably be, I might be passed out on the mic before too long. Well, but we'll no alcohol we'll, I'll try to hurry. Rona. I'll, I'll try to hurry. Well, speaking of that, I'll try to hurry this along. But I've got a little wild leap tonight, uh, and they sent me this gratuity light beer. I guess that's like a tip for me. Um, and it's actually pretty good. It's good. And speaking of wild leap, because they have a very good vodka. And I just wondered, though, DB, like, I know you like the Wild Leap vodka. Yeah. At any point during the last eight or nine days that you've had COVID, have you ever, have you thought for one second, like, you know, maybe I should just drink a ton of vodka until I pass out. Like, maybe that will help. Like, (laughs) has that thought entered your mind? Like, I just want to just get as much vodka. No, you're a sicko, though. Like, you do the same damn thing. When it comes to hangovers, you and I are very, we're, we're wired very opposite here. I don't, I, I don't like pressing into that. I don't like going that direction. I, I have actually been a full-on retreat from alcohol. But part, part yeah, of it is also I can't taste anything. I, I, I haven't mentioned that. Literally mm. have lost almost all taste. Not even partial, like almost all of it. So I, I can't taste much, which... Um, I actually like the taste of alcohol, or the alcohol that I like. So um, I can't taste much. I, I would not do that. Like, you are insane, Pat. I, I'm the same way when I'm hungover. That's exactly, that's what I would do. I'd be like, F that, like, if it was lasting like seven or eight days. Now, the first few days, I probably wouldn't be drinking at all. But if it was lasting as long as it has for you, I would have been like, all right, I'm going to try something different. This and is, my ass is getting hammered until I pass out. And let's just see what happens the next day. No, this is why I'm just taking the pain meds instead. I just, it's just the pain meds. And I, I only take them at night. It, they help me sleep because they, call, they take the headache down. 
And I mean, I've had a fucking headache in the back of my eyeball for nine days, like right here. So freaking mm. bad. Can't get that rid of it. Suck. The only way to get rid of it is to take the pain meds and go to sleep. So I've done that mm. at like eight o'clock every night. That's my, that's my drink the whole bottle of wild leap and pass out. That's, I would rather do that. Okay. All right. Well, I was just one. I was just asking. I was just asking. You know, if you thought of any other different ways to to recuperate. I mean, know, it could have been. Yeah. Right now, my mental state is is not great, so I, I probably don't need to. Probably don't need to go deep into the the wild leap at this point. Okay. May, may, that may not have been a smart you know thing to do, but I'm just offering up suggestions. Okay. I have offer Doctor, medical advice uh, all yeah, the time. Right. We've seen this on the fantasy golf sommelier. And I even think I did it last week. I don't know. For some reason, it's becoming a thing. Okay, let's talk about the course this week. While you what do, do you think, that, DB? I'm going to go get me another another water. Okay, so DB is going to get him a water. Uh, go do what you got to do, DB. Okay? All right? You're sick. Okay. All right, so we got the AT&T Bauer Nelson Classic this week uh, in McKinney, Texas, just kind of northeast of Dallas, Texas. We're at TPC Craig Ranch, which is going to be a new course. First time they've ever played here. Uh, as I mentioned, I think you got to check the Nut Hut and any caddy info that we might get later in the week. And then also, uh, you know, if you're not on social media, I don't know what you're doing as far as DFS. You got you to gotta be on social media. You got to be going to our Tour Junkies account, at Tour underscore Junkies. We'll have plenty of info on this course if you want it, okay? But this course has hosted a couple of uh, Corn Ferry Tour championships in 2008 and 2012, so it's not like it's it's uh, brand new to any tour events. But uh, anyway, it's playing just under 7,500 yards. It is a par 72. We've got 156 players in the field this week. Top 65 and ties will make the cut. DB, this is the triple crown of grass this week. The triple crown. I don't know if I've ever seen this before. I mean, it's you got Zoysia Fairways, mm. you got Bermuda Rough, and you got Bent Grass Green. So they're just hitting you with all kinds of grasses, all, okay? All it's missing is Kikuya. Yeah, no Kikuya, but, I mean, I wish they did. They could have just put it somewhere so we could talk about it. Um, but, yeah, and that Zoysia, man, that's some sticky, weird stuff. Oh, no, it is, in it, the fairways, though, it's perfect. It just... The fairways are perfect, but n- around like the greens, around the greens, man, it's it's sticky. It it is weird. It's some weird stuff. So that's interesting, I think. But bent grass greens, they should be ro- rolling pretty true. Not very fast though. I mean, you know, eleven or twelve on the stump. I mean, fast by tour standards, but I guess. But I mean, fast by normal people's standards, not necessarily tour standards. But I do think this is going to be a scoring fest. I think they're going to be a ton of birdies. I'm looking at. Opportunities gained, a stat uh, proprietary to Fantasy National. I'm looking at birdie, birdie or better percentage. I'm looking at par five scoring. All of these par fives, these guys should absolutely light up. So that's something that you want to look at as well. Um, greens and regulation, if you look at kind of, if you look back at the Corn Ferry events, was one stat that um, was pretty prevalent as far as uh, the guys that were up there on the top of the leaderboard. Outside of that, driving accuracy, distance all that kind of stuff didn't really seem to matter as much on this course i don't think that's going to be anything that i'm really looking at um by the way as db cough coughs here i meant to say that i was going to say that early in the show look db db is not feeling well okay so if he's coughing and he does things out of the ordinary or or maybe they're ordinary for you i don't know but if if, if he does things you know, just give him a break, okay? Oh, yeah. 
All right. We're going to get some, some asshole leave us a one-star review because I cough in a mic or something. That'll mm-hmm. happen. That'll happen. Look, hey, so hey, don't... DB. Yeah. When you coughed, I jumped out of the way of my computer. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just listen, right out of there. Listen, you don't want... I'm sorry. I missed my check-in. I'm sorry. You don't want what I'm I got, scared. man. You don't want it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm going to be looking at your approach stats this week. Uh, for sure. Now we will look at weather later on in the week. We we could have some Texas winds blow in here. Uh, those Texas winds, those Texas winds, they can be a thing. So we'll want to look at that. Um, outside of that, I'm not going to go over past champions because it doesn't really matter. Uh, I don't care who's won because they haven't won on this course, so it doesn't really. Um, shit. Uh, quick notes here. DJ has withdrawn. So if you're looking at DJ, don't play him. Knee He's injury. withdrawn now. That could, uh, yeah, that brings up, though, the point that I did want to make. We always have the week before a major narrative, okay? We could see some withdrawals. We should, could see some guys that just trunk slam on Friday that are, you know, these top higher-owned guys that uh, we, we don't know if that's going to happen. I'm not a huge believer in that, but some people are. Um, so whatever. You take, take that for what it's worth. I don't know. Um, that's all I have. Uh, David yeah. Bar- Barnett, Yeah. do you have any uh, thoughts on the course or anything, or do you just want to go right into this? No, I mean, I've, I've looked at it a little bit today, um, done, some, done some research uh, today. I am leaning towards strokes gained, scores a lot of birdies, and eagles. I think, as you mentioned, these par fives are going to be gettable. It's, this place looks to be pretty wide open. The only defense is typical Texas course. If the wind picks up, if it doesn't, it's going to be very gettable. So I want length. I want length off the tee, and I want uh, guys that can roll the rock because I think the greens and regulation percentage is going to be pretty high. I, I don't think it's going to be hard for these guys to hit these greens. So then it's going to come down to, uh, you know, who's hitting them the closest and who's making the most putts. So that's where I'm going. I'm looking when I looked at the DraftKings pricing, <clears throat> I definitely this was not one of those weeks where I where balanced really jumped out at me. This is a studs and duds week for me. Just looking at it, um I, I like the top names and then I don't like much else. So, uh I'm going to I'm going to have a couple of the guys up top and then I'm probably going to be a, a risky biscuit down there in the sevens and the you know, in the sixes. I don't I don't like the value of the guys in the middle. So that's it for me. Good stuff. There's a reason we have you, DB. There is a reason we have you on the show, and uh, you're stepping up. You're <laughs> stepping up big time, and we appreciate this. Thank you for uh, having this me. Effort. Thank you. Yeah, that you're, yeah, thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Um, all right, before we get into the DFS picks, um, I got to do something that I'm famous for, and that is ad reads, okay? Well, I, could tell, um, I could tell Pat was getting to an ad read. I could see him getting nervous and fidgety with me here in the room. Pat, yeah, just act yeah, like I'm not was, here. Just act like I'm not even here. Okay, so let's talk about golf forever. I want to play golf forever. Don't you, DB? I would just I, I would play like golf to, again at this point. So, right, in the last couple of days, I haven't felt like I'll ever be able to play it again. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, in, in order to do that, you kind of got to be in shape, right? Like, you got you to gotta keep yourself, uh, I I well, would. I... I mean, you've you've had some, a hard time, even though you're in shape. Uh, but but this that's a whole different thing. We're not talking about your issues right now, okay? We're talking about being in shape, okay? Um, you know, but the thing is, for somebody like me, 
Okay, like I'm a I'm a good example here. Like it's hard to find a, a good workout program that I can like do from like I don't have to go to a gym, you know, and things like that. Like I can do it from my house. Okay, uh, on my own time. Okay, mm. I'm not gonna do things. I'm not going to the gym at six a.m. Okay, that's just not happening. All right, I need to have a time when I can do it myself. But I do want to get in better shape for the summer because I got to get my summer body going. Mm. And uh, I mean. Mm. Yeah, people want to see my summer body. Mm. And that's that's how I came across golf forever, okay? Okay, so they assigned me a new workout. They assigned me exercises to, to do each and every day whenever I can log in, just whenever. As long as you can log in, yeah. you can get your exercise workout, okay? Um, you know, they, can be done, they, they can be done at home. They can be done with minimal equipment. So you don't need all that fancy equipment. You don't need that all that sitting around, okay? You can do it at your house without all this fancy stuff, okay? Yeah. I'm a couple weeks into the program, DB. Oh. I, now I, I am. I'm seeing some. I'm seeing some uh, results. Okay. okay. I can feel. I can feel the difference. Okay. Daddy. Now, um, especially with my golf rounds. Oh. Or my golf, my 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 playing. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, um, here's a little bit of here's a little bit about Golf Forever, founded by Major Champion Justin Leonard. And Dr. Jeremy James. It, Golf Forever features its top biomechanic experts and also features PGA Tour trainer and chiropractor Dr. Tori Van Beeson. Oh, now if you're okay. a, if you're a doctor with a van something, that probably means you're pretty good. Yeah, and he also works with five players ranked in the top thirty in the official world golf rankings. Okay, yeah. so look, you get a hundred personalized fitness programs developed for your individual needs based off your physical condition so if you have a condition like db uh where your conditions is is better or if you have me if you have my conditions which aren't quite as good okay going into this so you have different conditions that you can get uh your customized workout for okay so look you know the app delivers you know your exercise daily your routines uh, tons of different videos so you can learn how to do some stuff Okay, so this is a this is this is a great thing. All right. So look, go in golfforever.com tour junkies ninety-nine, enter that promo code and you get fifty-one dollars off a yearly plan. Fifty-one dollars off. That's a lot of money. Tour junkies ninety-nine. Tour ninety-nine. Not oh. tour junkies ninety-nine. Tour ninety-nine. Did I say tour junkies ninety-nine? Yeah, tour ninety-nine. Okay. Yeah, tour nine and nine. And that's for that. That's to get on that Pat Perry exercise workout, is what you said. I like that. I like using exercise workout together. Get the Pat yeah, Perry golf forever dot com promo code tour ninety nine fifty one dollars off. That's nice. so you can get ninety nine dollars a year. By the way, that's why that that fifty one is kind of a weird number. Okay. 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 But that's so you can get it to to, to ninety nine. Roger. Thank you, Pat. Okay, you ready? You ready to do some picks? Yeah, let's do it. You want me to start? Sure. Let me get myself together after this that ad read. Uh, like I said, man, it's this is a very top-heavy feel to me. Um, I'm going with Bryson at 11-2 with DJ out. Uh, I think I think Bryson was the favorite. Should have been the favorite anyway. I know him and Rom and DJ were all kind of priced together when it when it all first came out, but given Bryson's uh, 
recent plays has been incredible, just like everybody. I mean, just like, you know, Rom and, and, and DJ's been pretty good too, but DJ's been slumping a little bit. So <clears throat> I think Bryson is clearly the guy. Um, love the length factor. Love, I, I, I talked about length and putting. That's what it's going to come down to, and that's what he does best. Um, I mean, even even last week, which we didn't even have a chance to talk about the most Bryson thing ever that he did, flying to Dallas oh, gosh, yeah. <clears throat> to go work out and then, or, you know, posting it. It, it actually would have been, <clears throat> it actually would have been, um, had he just not posted the picture of, I'm going to go hit the gym, fly back to Charlotte tomorrow, it would have been fine. Like, I would have been like, dude, how do you not, how are you a professional golfer and you weren't aware that the weather wave was going to be real? Like, everyone else freaking knew it. In fact, there you go. There's another thing that was in the chalk bomb last week. In the chalk bomb, Ben talked about the weather advantage that that was likely to be there, right? It was the second biggest weather advantage on PGA Tour record since like 10 years or something like that. How how do you finish and you're like T78 off walking off the golf course and not and be that smart? You're that smart and you literally can't put it together that there is a solid chance you end up making the cut because of the weather. That 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 is so dumb to me that he didn't figure that out. Um and it's still dumb to me that the announcers on the PGA Tour can't figure it out either. Can't can't get the cut, the, the cut rules out. Uh, but anyway, had he just not posted the workout thing, I would have just blamed him for being like really not having a lot of common sense there with the cut. But it is what it is. He lost six strokes on approach last week and still finished ninth. He gained seven putting. He gained over four off the tee. Um, I think this is a no-brainer spot for Bryson. I, I, I'm not going to overthink this one. I, I'm, I'm all in on Bryson. I'm all in on Jordan Spieth. First time we've seen him since the Masters. Why would... Why would, you know, why would we think he's not going to be rolling it like, you know, like he was? Uh, won the Valero Texas Open the last time we were in Texas. Here he comes to a hometown event for him. Um, Byron Nelson, the place where he got his first PGA Tour victory, even though that wasn't at this golf course. But love Jordan here as well at 10-7. I just love those two names up top. I'm probably going to do everything. I, every lineup I will have will have one of those in there, and I'll probably even do some lineups where I stack them both. Um, It'll, it'll be rough, but I'll, I'm going to do it. And then I'm dropping down to Mark Leishman at 9,200, who we last saw finish fifth at Augusta. Um, give me the Aussie-Texas angle, and let me just roll in that for a little bit with Mark Leishman. Uh, playing well right now. Coming off the—I'm sorry, we actually saw him win the Zurich with, uh, with Cam Smith. Forgot about that. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I'm all for Leish down there in the price savings at 9,200. I think— you know, looking at the rest of this field, a fade for me would be a guy like Sam Burns coming off the win. Um, oh gosh, you're going to do that again? I'm going to do it like again. All these people, all these people listened to you uh, <laughs> when he won a Listen. couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was a pre. Like maybe that's when we should have known that the COVID, that the, the Rona was coming for TV because he just. You love some Sam Burns, and then you faded him and he won. Well, yeah, and, and then I had every other name on in the top five on the leaderboard, and they didn't win. Oh, but okay. I, I think the price th- – this yeah, is Nobody where, remembers that. You, you, got, you can't tell me, though, you still – when you look at the pricing up here, he, to me, he just kind of sticks out here. I mean, we just paid 7900 for him at the Valspar in, in, in probably a, a, a field as, as strong, maybe stronger. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't that. It's not that. I mean, he does off. stick out. I'm not saying he sticks that. Sticks out. So I think I'm from a value standpoint, I, th- I think Burns is the fade for me. 
uh, when it comes to the value. Okay. Um, I don't mind the Bryson play, but for me up top, I'm going with John Rahm. Uh, I think, you know, I don't care. He's coming off a miscut, whatever. Uh, if you look at the stats and everything with him, I mean, he's literally number one in in my model, quote unquote. When I when I put in all the stats, he's number one uh, in the field in greens and regulation. He is six in strokes gain approach, fifth off the tee. He is fourteenth in opportunities gained. Basically across the board, he's top twenty. He he's he's like even putting on bent grass green. He's top 20 in the field. So I like John Rahm there at 11,000. Maybe I'll get him a little bit lower owned uh, coming off that missed cut. Uh, so he will be my top play here. And then I'm going to drop down to Scotty Scheffler at 9,400. I like him as well. Uh, another guy that, you know, you look at his approach play, top 20, 14th off the tee, top 10 in birdie or better percentage, 21st in par five scoring. Now the putting on bent doesn't exactly uh, look all that good, but, Still, we talk about putting all the time. It's definitely variable. Um, but I still think Scheffler makes a lot of sense here. Uh, played his college golf in the state of Texas. So if we do uh, happen to maybe get some weather or wind or something like that, or what, he's, he's obviously used to it. And played, he played very well last time that uh, he was here uh, in Texas. Uh, almost won the match play. And um, so I do like Scotty Scheffler. Um, what else? Oh, next, Ryan Palmer. Ryan Palmer at 9,100. I like him as well. Um, been in pretty good, decent form. Uh, you look at the stats for Ryan Palmer, 20th off the tee. He is third in par five scoring. I think Ryan Palmer, uh, you know, he could just, who knows? This is like the tournament, I think, on a new course, whatever else, experienced guy, been out on tour a long time. I think he could just win. He just win the tournament. Apparently, he's pretty familiar with Craig Ranch. Um, yeah, that's the question with him, isn't it? It's, it's just, is he going to close the door and win? Um, because he's definitely been around. He's had a good year. I like Ryan Palmer. I'm usually a sucker for him. I lose money with him all the time. Um, but yeah, could be. Okay. Could be one of those. Yeah. And the guy I'm fading is Sergio Garcia at 9,000. Oh, wow. Um, you know, it, I actually at first looked at him as a GPP play. Yeah. And then I started to think, thinking about it a little bit more and I'm just thinking, I don't know, man. I mean, Sergio is just all over the place. I mean, his putting has been so horrific. He's missed his last two cuts. I do think he has a decent game for this course, but um, I don't know. I'm not going to be playing Sergio at 9,000. I'm out. What do you uh what do you think of what do you think we're gonna see out of Brooks and and Hideki? Two big names up top, I think worthy of, of discussing. I do not mind Brooks at all. Um I think that um despite the miscut at the Masters, he actually surprised me a little bit. Um he he wasn't like that terrible. Um I kinda think if I'm I don't wanna play him in DFS, but I don't know if I I I, I might throw some uh money down as far as a bet's concerned on Brooks. Um, he's not playing unless he obviously feels like, you know, his, you know, he's healthy enough and his game, we haven't seen him obviously since the Masters, So he's had, you know, what, three, four weeks off and you know, he's trying to get ready for, um, you know, for next week for the PGA championship. So I don't mind Brooks. Who was the other one you mentioned? Hideki. I don't, I don't think I'm going to play Hideki. 
I love him, but it's just I'm not feeling Hideki this week. I think I'd be more tempted to play Hideki. Um, I mean, we do see Brooks play the week before a major. I mean, he likes to do that, even even when he's not testing himself off an injury. <clears throat> but um, I think I think Hideki would be a little more intriguing if if we look on Wednesday and both of them are like sub ten percent. Maybe maybe something worth looking at. I, I would be a little more tempted with Hideki, but uh, yeah. But I you know I, I definitely think. Bryson and Jordan are pretty head and shoulders up there for me. I, I don't know that I, – I guess I guess both of them would have to be like 20%, 25% projected ownership and just really going to tank my, my ownership leverage for my whole lineup to put both of them in there for me to, for me to fade one. So, okay. All right. So, you ready to move on to yeah. the 8K range? Hate this um, range. Hate it. You, oh, I, I, was, I thought you were about to say something profound. Um, anyway, yeah. yeah, I'm not a big fan of this range either. You got Jason Day at the top here at 8,900. Cam Champ at 8,000 at the bottom. I, I just, ugh. I'm not a big fan either. But I will start with Siwoo. I think it's a Siwoo week at 8,800. I like him a lot. Uh, now, look. We don't know what we're going to get with Siwoo. But you look at his form, T33 at the Heritage. Had a T12 at the Masters, T23 at Valero, Texas Open. Uh, a guy that also, you know, look at approach stats. He's top 10 in the field. Putts pretty well in Bermuda. Uh, kind of across the board. I mean, he's not like great at anything, but that's 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 Siwoo for you because you just don't know. I mean, he's so up and down from week to week. not great at anything. Don't, 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 don't say that. Don't say that on here. You need to walk that back. That's our, that's our prince, Siwoo. He's, okay, he's sorry. He's great that's a lot. That's, that's true. He is great at a lot of things. He is great at a lot of things. And um, I'm not gonna, I like I'm not going to have my 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 flu Jordan flu game upended because of some bullshit Siwoo take like that. Should we talk about anything coming down the line with Siwoo or do we need to hold that back uh, to you're more healthy and and uh um No, keep talking. Let me see if I can let me see if I can bring it up. Keep talking. Okay, so there's there's something magic coming from the tour junkies about Siwoo. Um, and, you know, we love Siwoo. DB just called him our prince because he is. And uh, we're yeah. big fans of Siwoo. And we've got uh, we've got something coming down the line here um, that you might even be able to. Uh, you might even be able to purchase it. And yeah, you should we'll see what happens. Um, so DB's working on that. You want me to talk about my next yeah. play in here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, my next play is Aaron Wise at 8,300. Now, he is a former champ uh, in this tournament, but that was on a different course. But I like the stats here, 15th off the tee. He is, um, you know, doesn't, he doesn't put well in bent. Sorry about that, people. Um, but does check the box and opportunities gained and birdie or better percentage. And we've seen him kind of trending in the, you know, in the right direction lately. We, you know, he had a top 10 last week. I like that. Um, I think it's just a guy that I, I like from an ownership standpoint in this range. I don't really think there's a whole other, a lot of other guys that I really just want to want to play. I hate Jason Day. He's my fade. Can't play Jason Day at 8,900. Um, all of these guys. Harris English, I can't stand. Lee Westwood, no. Luke List, nope. He never won anybody any money except for last week, possibly. 
because um, no, no but he freaking choked out the top five for people who had each way bets on him on the on the 72nd yeah hole. of course of course he did that <laughs> of course he did that um i do like Charles a little bit here but i'm gonna i'm gonna pinpoint aaron wise at 8300 i like him uh all right speaking of the seat let me sh- so show the seaweed thing this is gonna be ugly producer sam but it just it is what it is this t-shirt is dropping in the uh <laughs> in the tour junkie shop in the next probably in the next few weeks in the next few weeks or month it's our Siwu Ric Flair uh, shirt. Obviously, one will have to be reserved for Pat Mayo. Um, but, yeah, so get you one of those. You better get them quick. We're not ordering a lot of those, so <clears throat> should be fun. All right, I got to talk about this 8K range. Uh, let's see. I guess, God. See, I, I don't, I guess I didn't really have a good feeling about Siwu. I want to. But see, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't really have a great feeling about him. I don't know what it is. It, my radar is not. But who else? Who else in this 8K range gives you much? Like gives you like that good feeling nobody, down in your loins? Nobody. Um, I do. I guess Cam Champ gives me a little bit of a. It feels like a little bit of value at 8K compared to Charles Schwartzel and Luke. L- I mean, Luke List being 8400 is stupid. That you should not be paying. $8,400 for Luke List. Same with Lee Westwood. Um, I don't, I don't, I just think there's no value here whatsoever. I, Cam Champ is one, just long hitter, can win if he's on. He's, his stats are terrible, but, you know, it's, I don't know. It's a, he's a guy that can score. That's all I know. Um, I guess I'll go Champ. I don't mind the, uh, I guess I'll go Siwoo. I mean, I, the only reason I have to fade him is just I just don't have a great feeling about it. I don't know why. I just don't. Maybe that'll change. This is hard-hitting analysis, I know. But my, I just don't like this range. I really don't. I will likely not have anyone in here. Not one person. But if I have to pick, I'll go champ and see Woo. My fade is everyone else. So, Hey, can I bring up something real quick? Yeah. This is the Byron Nelson Classic. Mm-hmm. I keep saying classic. I don't even know if it's called that anymore. Um, so there's a lot of things that um, I don't really care about this week. Um, and I'm kind of helping run the show again. <laughs> and the podcast juice is kicking in. And when you're watching this show, by the way, doesn't the chat come mm-hmm. down the, the right side? Like you can see the chat, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. There are a lot of smart asses in our chat. <laughs> And I love these people because they're listeners of ours. But you try to get in here and do a show yourself, or you think you're so <laughs> smart, and you can put your shit out there on camera and whatever else. All right? So you try it, okay? <laughs> All you people getting... that think you're so smart. All you think people that think you're so smart and you know golf, okay? Look. You know what? Golf is a, golf is a, very, is a variable sport. We talk about this all the time. So don't be coming in here in this chat acting like what you say is a is a is a is a fu- fucking biblical <laughs> commandment that you know is is the only thing that you can look at when it comes to golf. So that's all I'm going to say. Jeez, I'm not man. naming any names. Is that somebody but... getting in there right now? It's getting all spicy on us. No, I'm just saying. Uh, there's there's people. There's people that think they're so they're so smart. Um, 
Oh, and hey, if you're if you're in the if you're in the if you're in the nut hut, always like when I you know I wish more people would give me, send me a DM in the nut hut if you think you're so smart and what you what you got okay, <laughs> or 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 next time DB sick and you're gonna come on the, it, it maybe I'll have you on the show and we'll see what happens to you and you'll get and the cameras come on and the mic comes on and we'll see how you act. <laughs> you're gonna be go, like crawling in a hole like uh. a, a damn turtle. Paget's so defensive. Oh man. Uh. Oh gosh, we got an, we got another comment in the chat. Is Pat drunk? <laughs> uh. You all right, buddy? Anyway, feel better. Let's go on to the se- yeah. Feel good. Feel good. Let's go on to the seven K range. Okay. Unless you were were you done? Yeah, I'm I don't done. Even know. Thank God, please get me out of the eight K range. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. 7k range i mean i don't love a lot of guys in here either i guess i i think i think uh let me let me make sure before i say this trust but verify here oh yeah it's not that great Eh, the irons have been okay uh i don't know man um I guess Doug Gim, or I guess are we doing that? I guess people are gonna do. I guess we're gonna do some. Uh, we're gonna do some lines again this week. The whole Texas thing. Uh, everybody's uh, everybody's wanting to play Gim again. Everybody remembers the Players Championship. The uh, I don't know though. I mean, last time we saw him in Texas, he finished forty fourth. He lost almost eight strokes putting. That's hard to do. The putting is bad, and this is I think going to be a putting contest. So maybe that's not maybe that's not ideal. Um, I kind of like. I guess I kind of like some names at the bottom. I like Kazire. I like Patton Kazire seventy three hundred. That is a name that um, that I could do. I could do something with. He he hits it a long way, and he almost always gains strokes putting. Almost always. Um, so, I mean, it it all comes down to the irons, I guess, for him. So. I guess I like him. I like his ire. And he's had some he's had some good finishes. Uh, he is so frustrating though. He like, is frustrating. I just I don't it, it's but I mean and, and, look at look at how I mean, he's missed he's missed since the start of this PGA Tour season. He's missed 3 cuts. That's pretty good in a field like this like a you know the yeah. the, the main course, cut. the one week where I really was on him he misses a cut which yep. is the heritage. Yep, me too. The the made cut equity you feel like is there. And he's got some upside. I mean, 11th at Houston, 10th at RSM, 7th at Sony, 9th at Valero. So actually, there's two Texas events this year where he's finished 11th and 9th. I mean, there's something to that with Kazire. I think Kazire is an interesting play. And, and along those lines, I like uh, – have I only said one name right now? Have I just said Kazire? Yeah, because I'm not doing the gim thing. Uh, Kazire and um, two more names at the 7K spot, Vincent Whaley and Wyndham Clark. I, I love Vincent Whaley. I, I'm starting to become the Vincent Whaley homer in the nut hut. I think people have, have, have noticed that. He hits it a mile and also a pretty good putter. It's all about the irons for Whaley, but I don't think that's going to be necessarily a must um, here this week. So... I like Whaley, 26, 29th, 34th, 28th, 36th, 15th, his last six events. 
Um, I, I think the rookie's onto something, and I think he's feeling confident right now. And this is a, you know, it's not a big tournament for a lot of these big names up top, but they're, you know, they're getting ready for the PGA. The sights are set on Kiowa, but this is a big event for a guy like him. And then Wyndham Clark, you think about distance, taking advantage of par fives, making a lot of putts. Wyndham Clark, probably top 10 long, long hitter on tour and top 10 putter on tour. Everything in between is an absolute big fat question mark. But he does those two things at a pretty, pretty good level. Um, so I think I'll take my chances. And, and I, I'm saving a lot of money down here with Kazire at 73 and then Clark and Whaley at 7K, um, which fits my, my lineup build that I'm looking at with old Bryson and Spieth up top. So there you go. Okay. Um, well, the agreement we have here is Whaley at 7,000, which makes me think that he's probably going to end up being pretty chalky down here, but, but who knows? Um, but I do like him. Um, for all the reasons that you said, he's made seven straight cuts, 14 of 19 this year. I mean, birdie or better percentage, par five scoring, all of that. He is, uh, he's checking boxes. So I like him, uh, at the top though, this is a guy that I have not been on at all, at all this year. Alex Noren, 7,900. Oh, you love Alex take him. <clears throat> no, but I haven't talked about him at all. I think I've, I've probably even faded him a lot of, it, it, a lot of tournaments this year, but he's made 11 of 15 cuts. He's got two straight top 25 finishes. He's number 10 in the field and putting on bent grass greens. He's 17th in the field in par five scoring. I think, uh, I think Alex Noren makes a lot of sense here. I, I, you know, if you're getting him in the 7K range, I wouldn't say it's incredible value. But in a field like this, it's not bad. It's not bad. So I like him at 7,900. Another guy, I don't know if I've ever even talked about this guy in the history of the Tour Junkie show. Oh, wow. I see you over here getting all pissy in the damn chat, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. I don't even know who the hell offended you. you Sometimes you you just get offended. You just like... Oh, no, it just, yeah, it just happens at times, and then I don't just Don't take it personal, guys. He just does it. It just happens. Pat's, yeah. Pat's one of the guys in Fight Club. Like, he would be a Fight Club guy. Hmm. He, would, he would get off work, and he'd want to go fight, because he's, he's offended. All right. Who, who's your guy that you've never mentioned? Oh, Ben Martin, 7,400. Ben freaking Martin. Have I ever talked about him in my life? Uh, I mean, I gotta, I gotta think... That at some point, since we've been doing this, um, since we've been doing this since 2015, I'm pretty sure Ben Martin was relevant 2015, 2016. I would assume you you had talked about him at that point. Well, he's relevant this week, I think. I mean, at 7,400, you look at his last four events, he's gained over 16 strokes on the field. He finished T11th at the Wells Fargo, did miss the cut at the Heritage, but T34 at the Valerio Texas Open, and then had a top 10 finish in Corrales. I mean, the guy's been playing, you know, pretty damn well. And then if you go over to the stats that I like this week, let's just look at those, okay? I mean, 38th in the field off the tee. Top 40 in, in opportunities gained. Top 30 in par 5 scoring, okay? He's 18th in the field in putting on uh, bent grass greens. Ben Martin, I think, God, is in play. Is in play. It's 7,400. Ben so Martin, what are we doing? I'm just telling you. I know this is wild. And then, this is wild. It's <clears throat> Byron Nelson week, and then Carlos Ortiz is my fade at 7,800. I don't see any reason Boy, he, to play him. He really collapsed. Uh, 
I mean, I kind of like, you, if I'm looking up here, I kind of like Gooch a little bit up there, 7,900. It doesn't feel like the best value, but, I mean, I, Gooch is okay. He's, he checks some boxes. I'd rather, I'd rather play him than Norin. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. There you go. That's my 7K range. We'll, we'll get into the 6K range here real quick, and then we'll get into some bets. Um, I, I don't really like anybody in the 6K range. It's tough, um, but man. I'm, it's a tough scene. I'm going to give you two, and one of them is going to be super high-owned, and that's my boy K.H. Lee at 6,900. Look, K.H. Lee's just been playing fantastic. Um, what, he had the first-round lead uh, last week at the Wells Fargo? No, kind of no. fell off after that. Well, Phil um, had the first-round lead, but... Sorry, K. Phil K. had it. did come out like Phil, five under or something. Yeah. Phil overtook him for the first round lead. But anyway, KH Lee, 6,900. Why the hell not? He's been playing extremely well. I do think he'll be a little bit chalky. Another guy that's been kind of sneaky good lately, also at 6,900, Hank Lebiota. Yeah, he okay. has been good. This, this is a guy that's, uh, you know, has a lot of talent. Um, a lot comes down to his putter. Uh, which is which is kind of his uh you know the the thing that is 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 bad for him he's 100th in the field by the way in putting on bermuda i mean putting on bent grass green but not he is great. you know he's not he's not that great but his approach numbers has been good have been good um opportunities gained he's 60th in the field not not too bad for a guy in the in the 6k range uh also 61st in par 5 scoring so i think lebiota with the way he's been trending and playing it's been pretty well lately, so I will play him at 6,900. Other than that, I really don't have a whole lot down here. I don't know about you, DB. No, I mean, I hate this range. I mean, I think, uh, whew. yeah, I think I really like the, you know, if I could keep it, if I could keep it no lower than Vincent Whaley and Wyndham Clark at 7K, I would love to do that. Uh, I do like the KH Lee play, at least from a consistency made cut perspective. It seems like KH Lee can kind of can give you that. Um, and Leviota's definitely been playing nice. Um, I kind of like Lahiri kind of pops for me a little bit just with a fifth place finish of Valero a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm not going to, I do not let me get suckered into Will Gordon again, for God's sakes. Um, Bramlett, Hickok, I don't know, maybe. Hickok, Texas, University of Texas guy, um, played okay last week, kind of collapsed on the weekend. Bronson Burgoon has popped. He's got some upside. That's it, man. This is a, this is a brutal. i tell you what I did watch a lot of. I watched a lot of the Walker Cup. Uh, while oh, was, that was good. <clears throat> while yeah, I was laid I up. And there's a lot of those guys playing in this. Uh, Pearson Cootie, uh, Cole Hammer, a couple, couple of those kids playing. Um, I would not be tempted to play any of those kids in in this. They they battled a stomach virus or a, a food poisoning thing. They were a lot of them were sent. They had to be on IVs. It was crazy. Um, but also watching those kids play golf, even though they're really freaking good, they're just not. They're not. They're not as good as they need to be to play them this week. But uh, I did watch a lot of that. Yeah, that's it for me, man. I. I'm not a, I'm not crazy about it. I, this might be a this might be one of those one lineup, maybe two lineup weeks for me, where where I just put the same lineup in all my contests. I did that a couple of weeks ago, and I ended up having a really nice week. <clears throat> then I gave it all back last week. But yeah, I, I may do the same. I don't know. It's it's not a huge 
week for me. And um, to be honest, I was bummed. I was really bummed when you texted me this morning that you were still feeling bad. Yeah, I'm um, sorry, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm just ready to get through this. Uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. That was yeah. I was thinking that in my mind. I didn't know I should. I, did, I wasn't meaning to say that out loud. I shouldn't have done that. Um, DB, I want to tell you about a... Um, you know what? I'm wearing a nice shirt. If you're watching us, oh, I'm nice wearing shirt. this nice, this nice okay. Southern Tide shirt. By the way, I like to do... Make I sure like to do that. like pull it up, pull oh, it yeah. up from the shoulders a lot. It's very good with that. Do that it's all very good time. and comfortable when it comes to pulling it up from the shoulders. Um, but it's a, it's made by a company called Southern Tide DB. Mm, okay, good, good. It's a coastal. It's a coastal brand. I, I live on the coast, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's one of those. It's one of those polos that's just like, you know. It's got that performance cooling technology. It's moisture wicking. Okay. It's rapid drying. Like, I don't even, like, if you wash this thing and you throw it in the dryer, it maybe takes 10 minutes to dry. I don't know. They don't tell me to say that on Southern Tide. But I'm just telling you, I think, yeah. I think it takes close to 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, but they, you, they utilize scientifically proven um, stuff to instantly and permanently keep you cooler. Uh, which is great for the golf course. And that's that's what I wear. That's why now I wear them, mostly on the golf course or when I'm doing a, a podcast, okay? I do that, okay? So Southern Tide is also the official apparel of the RBC Heritage. Yeah, that's a coastal golf course, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, just that's, you don't have to know that, but that's just something like if, you, if you're like really into the RBC Heritage, you should know that Southern Tide is the official apparel of that golf tournament um anyway it's a great it's a great stuff great fit i know you've got some stuff db right i, I do some stuff. very nice i've been buying southern tide for a long time it's good good clothes yeah great on the stuff. golf course um so if you use the code tour junkies 20 you can get 20 percent off okay southern tide.com go to their website shop around it is fantastic stuff i'm telling you like look i'm weird about the stuff that i wear DB knows this. Like, I'm really weird about things that I wear. If yeah. there's something off about the comfort level of it, yeah. I'm not going to wear it. I'm not going to put like it will. Like, you think I do the the whole shoulder thing, you know, grabbing, you know, and lifting up, you know, the shirt on my shoulders and all that kind of stuff with the sleeves. If it's if it's not comfortable, it's like a thousand times worse than I'm doing right now. So. Anyway, it's good stuff. SouthernTide.com, Tour Junkie 20. I'm out of breath. Um, oh, God. This is rough. We're going to lose listeners. Um, you know what people can do? You know what people should do, Pat? People should tell people about us. That's what should happen. We, we need you guys to tell your friends about the Tour Junkies. Can you share it with someone? Share it. Share the podcast. Listen, we're not good enough at this that, you know, that that if you share it with your friend, you're going to lose an edge in your DraftKings contest with your buddy. That's not going to happen, okay? I mean, good luck trying to pick, you know, the names that I get right, Pat gets right, maybe Ben gets right, and combining them all together in one lineup, right? So just share it with your buddies. Tell them about the show. Tell them about the podcast. It's the best thing you can do for us. The highest compliment we can receive. In fact, I think I saw something the other day. Somebody joined the Nut Hut, and we greeted them. This was before I got the Rona. 
we greeted them and they were like, oh, I'm in here because so-and-so told me about it. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's what we want. People sharing the TJ gospel in the streets is, uh, it warms my heart. It's, it's better than anything. So the best compliment you can give us, tell the people about the show. Maybe just don't tell them about this show because this one, this is probably pretty rough. So maybe, maybe tell them about next week's show. Maybe next week will be, we'll have Yeah, we'll talk about, we'll talk about next week's show. <clears throat> you know, they can't all be bangers, DB. Um, yeah. And I gotta, I, I like to be honest with the people. Like, look, you know, sometimes you're just not feeling it. Um, I, I really enjoyed last week's show. Like when I was doing it by myself, now this has nothing to do with you being back on the show. I, I'm not saying that it's yeah. like, I really enjoyed doing it. But then this week it was kind of like DB was, you weren't feeling good still. And I was a little bit sad about that. And, um, had, you know, we had, yeah, you know, nobody needs to know personal stuff, but it's just like, I, I just didn't feel the show tonight. Didn't feel it. Yeah. Um, last week and that happens, week that happens from time to time for torch junkies all the way around. So, all right, that's enough about that. No more lamenting. Let's get on to the betting stuff. Want to talk some betting? Okay, yeah, let's talk some betting. Um, I'll start us off, DB. Um, Even though I know you kind of like some of these shorter odds, guys, like way shorter. Like we talked about this uh, on the DraftKings After Dark show, which we did (laughs) pre-dark. Yeah, we had to do it early this Um, week. Yeah. We did it pre-dark. Um, you went shorter. And so I've heard a lot of things about COVID. I've heard a lot of, like losing losing smell, taste, <laughs> respiratory issues. I've never heard about shrinking, shriveling balls. But yeah. your balls shriveled and shrunk. Um, I like to call it sick for dick. For your bet. It's sick dick. You know, when you're, when you're sick, your, your dick just, everything just kind of gets up in there and just knows. I think, it, I think it wants to send all your energy and all your everything you need uh, to your other places because it knows you're not going to need that for a while um yeah but maybe so that, that, that has been a side you. effect of what's going on because i am th- yeah i have never in my life um done what i'm going to do on this betting thing so yeah people people are not talking about this nationally when it comes to this pandemic okay yeah where's dr fauci talk about all that, these huh yeah where's fauci talking about sick dick yeah. okay what what happened to what that kind of science like, are you if you're like, not even talking about you you're not you're a scientist dude really yeah, and you can't even you can't even mention sick dick to people. You can't you can't give a brother a heads up on some on some sick dick. You know, come on, man. Anyway, a press conference like one one press conference on it. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right. For me, I'm going to start my shortest odds guy that I like is Scotty Scheffler at twenty two to one. I think that's a good number here for him. Uh, a guy I've mentioned uh, in the DFS show, I like him, so I will play him at twenty two to one as far as bets are concerned. Also like Brooks Kepka, 23 to 1. Oof. Big fan of that one. Gonna play it. I don't care. I'm getting them, I'm getting them more than 20 to 1. I don't care about the health and whatever else. I'm still gonna play Brooks Kepka. We know he can win anytime he tees it up. So I will play him at 23 to 1. So those are my two favorite bets on the shorter end. Now, DB. Yeah. What do your balls say? Well, one of them says, um, Bryson DeChambeau at eight to one, and the other one says Jordan Spieth at eleven to one. It's the weirdest thing ever. But when I sat here and looked at this, and I was thinking about you know who who it would be, who am I going to pull the trigger on? How's the card going to shape up? Going to shape up? That's that's what was happening, and and I I hate to admit it because I I, I am the author of DB's Big Balls betting card. I am the uh, known Big Balls golf betting proponent, advocate, what have you. I do not advise people to bet on golf and bet favorites because it's golf. 
But when I look at it, I, it's hard for me to pass up. I mean, I guess Spieth is my, it would be the, the favorite pick of mine just because it's not the shortest guy. So I can, I feel a little bit better about it at 11 to one. Um, but I think there's a, I think Bryson definitely is, is worth a look. If you've got a bigger bankroll and, and you, you know, you're going to, you're going to bet, uh, some bigger dollars at eight to one, I would, I would do it with Bryson. Um, and Spieth at eleven to one. So I, I like this short. I like the short number right there. It's going to be really challenging for me when I do big balls betting card write up because I, the the rule there is nothing shorter than twenty five to one in that article. So obviously you're going to hear some. You're going to see some names in that article that that I'm, I'm not mentioning here. But yeah, those two for me is is where it's at. And then I'm I'm going to drop down to to Mark Leishman at thirty five to one. Mentioned him talking about the DFS side here earlier, but. We just saw him win with Cam Smith at the Zurich. We saw him finish fifth at the Masters. We know that uh, the Aussie Texas narrative thing is is out there somewhere. Ben hates that narrative, by the way. But forget Ben. He said Matt Wallace was going to suck last week. So uh, what does he know? The uh, value at Mar- at thirty five to one. I love it. I mean, listen, you got you got to you can't tell me that you think you know. Leishman has that much worse of a chance to win as Brooks coming off of, you know, a big question mark. Haven't seen him play in a while. What's he doing? How's he feeling? We don't know. Um, I just, I think, I think Leishman's a decent value at 35 to one. And that's a, that's about it. After that, I, I get, I start getting long in the value train. Okay. Um, I'll give you a couple here in the middle range before we get long into the, you know, the longer shots. I like, uh, I like Siwoo. I mentioned him earlier on the DFS show. He's at 45 to one. I like Ryan Palmer also at 45 to one as well. Uh, I like Charles Schwartzel at 70 to one. I think that's a good number for him. We've seen him play very well lately. I mean, they really could have won that match Charles play. Schwartzel. And... What? Charles Schwartzel, huh? Yeah. What's wrong with him? That, I, I don't, I don't like it, but I mean that's okay. I just, that's an interesting. Piece. I mean, why'd you have to say? Why'd you have even have to say it? Like you could just like <laughs> in your mind, you could have said, I could let that one go. Remember like how, I do that all the time. Like you. Oh yeah, remember in your mind a few minutes ago, you were like, ah, I'm just ready to be done with this. <laughs> you remember? Yeah, that? but I mean, so that's what I'm saying. Like you could have <laughs> let that go, and now then we wouldn't even have this these few minutes of conversation about Charles. Like that you like you could have just said, I'm gonna let that go so that we can get this show over with. <laughs> so, but then you had to sorry. say in the back of your mind it you had to go came out. Charles. It just what? came out. Charles, okay. Okay. Charles. Charles. It just came out. Sorry. Okay. Good for you. I mean you're, I, you're you, new. you don't I don't obviously have to like your pick. No, you don't. That was that I appreciate that. Yeah. Good job. But when we're in the when we're in the mode of trying to get done with the show, oh. you could just like bring something in like like just hold it in. Hold it in. Zip it. Okay? Zip it, DB. Anyway. <laughs> that's all I got. Longer shots that I like. Hoagie, 150 to 1. I like Hoagie. Mm. Okay? I like Adam Schink at 150 to 1. And I like Sepp Straka at 150 to 1 as well. If you don't like any of those numbers, okay, if you don't like any of them, Play top 20s on those guys, okay? Play the top 20 numbers on whatever book you're looking at, okay? 
DB. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll you go, can speak now. Okay. I guess I'll go Cam Champ at eighty-five to one, just for just because he's a multiple PGA Tour winner at least, and he's contending. Oh, Cam! Cam, big time events before he hits it a long way. Uh, so maybe I'll I'll, I'll that kind of fancies me a little bit, but I don't love it. Uh, I really like the Patton Kazire play at 125 to one, probably, as you said, better off as a top 20. Uh, he's like plus 335 on DraftKings for a top 20. But I, I like Kazire at 125 to one too, that, as a, as a, a long shot outright. Um, he does have the chops that I think he could, he could win this. He could win this golf tournament. I mean, I, I think he's got as good a chance of winning as a lot of names above him, including Charles Schwartzel. And uh, one name that probably does not have as good a chance of winning as Charles Schwartzel, but it's tempting anyway, and I talked about him in the DFS show. That's Wyndham Clark. Again, bombing, putting, Wyndham Clark, 160 to 1. Will he break through and get his first PGA Tour victory? It could be here. Like I said, I think, I think who wins this thing is going to be, you know, the shorter name, Bryson DeChambeau, Jordan Spieth, or it's going to be somebody from Timbuktu down here, Ben Martin. You know, it's going to be something wild. So Wyndham Clark at 161, he's four to one as a top 20. That's it for me. Other than that, uh, Vincent Whaley is also four and a half to one top 20. So I like the, I like the Whaley Clark Kazire top 20 numbers. Um, but yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be a, an interesting uh, DB's big balls betting card, because if I, if I got to stay in that 25 to one or longer route, it's going to be an interesting write up. It may just be, I may have like 14 names on the card and they're all just absolute bombs because I'm not spending a full unit on a guy at 25 or 30 to five or 40 to one. Cause I don't like anybody or I could all change. All right. Wow. I think I'm you good. You do what you want to do. You do what you want to do. Yeah. I'm just, I'm feeling the dilemma. It's going to be good. Um, it's going to be good to figure that out. Um, yeah. Hey man, I made it through the show. We're done finally. You can, you can, you can be done. I can be done. Sam can be done. The listeners can be done. This is a really, uh, this is a tough scene here, folks. This was a tough scene. Thanks for all those watching live, though. We appreciate it. Hey, leave a comment on the yeah. YouTube uh, channel when when we when we go off and we're not live anymore. Leave a comment. You could say how terrible you thought the show was. You could rate it. Yeah. You could rate it. Uh, give it a rating of like equivalent to like a uh like a a, a a fruit like a fruit so like i think a i think a a like are you gonna say like a, what a really bad fruit is versus what a really good fruit is yeah, or like yeah. how are you gonna do this yeah and obviously this is very subjective but maybe so like i think a uh i think a cantaloupe is a very like scale of one to ten like a four or a five right in the middle you know, so maybe I would rate the show a cantaloupe, um, you know, but I think like a, uh, I think a really juicy uh, peach, like a Georgia peach is like a nine. You know, I do. Mm. That. Yeah. Is a kumquat a fruit? Yes. Yes, I believe it is. I believe it is. So what level? So would you put that like a one? I've actually never had one. I don't, I don't think I've ever. Had I don't, one. I haven't either. So like, I if, I, like we talked about kumquats before, like if I. But I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with making a kumquat like a two, so if it's better than that, I would like to know. But um, I agree. Like rate this like a fruit. Yeah. 
and uh, give us some give us some feedback and it doesn't have to be positive like like this could be a learning show for us like when we're down like when tj's are down and we're not really feeling like a lot of stuff um we can you can just go and uh like give us some real feedback yeah. and we'll listen to it I, I like to listen to the feedback um you get offended af but yeah you'll listen to it i'll listen to it um um, we'll be back full strength next week, man. Next week's gonna be we're we're gonna kill it for the PGA. It's gonna be great. Um, we'll, we'll all the articles and stuff will be up this week. Shout out to AC running the Nut Hut, DraftKings preview. Shout out to to Marcus writing his ladies preview. Tim Gaiman writing the Pivot Point. Um, it's gonna be good. We'll have all the content this week, but next week we'll be back full strength, ready to go. I appreciate everyone's uh, well wishes for the Rona. Uh, yeah. T's and P's for me would be appreciated. Uh, and hopefully, you know, hopefully if I'm feeling better tomorrow, Wednesday, I can be in the nut hut, kind of mix it up with you guys. I would like yeah. nothing more. I'll be there Wednesday. Something. I'll be there Wednesday night. Maybe will we get Ben back when? Do we even know? Like Ben, even Ben, like this, this whole operation has been, it, it, we've got to get better. We got to get better. Ben hasn't even been in the nut hut the last two weeks. What, what are we even doing here? What are we even Yeah. Doing? Well, the 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 economy and the uh the the shortage of people willing to get off their butt and do work has really put a damper on the 17 Zaxby's that Ben runs so he's in there slinging chicken and frying stuff and mopping floors and uh it's been it's been good stuff well me and AC will be in there for sure AC is a constant doesn't matter what the economy's doing doesn't matter what <laughs> is happening around the world AC never gets sick he's just a great person we love AC. He helps us out uh, in there in the chat and in uh, especially on Wednesday night. So he's wow. the only person that I can ever like in the whole chat. AC is the only one that can talk a lot of shit that I don't really get bothered by, but the other <laughs> ones do. AC doesn't bother me that much. Uh, boom. Anyway, that's all I got. Love let's it. go, DB. Let's get on, let's get on to the next week. Let's okay? let's get this thing over with. Thanks, guys. See ya. Help. <laughs>